Welcome to Season 3 of The Blunderbuss, Australia's best bus on which to talk about leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, The Blunderbuss, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their greatest leadership disasters. On The Blunderbuss, we think it's possible to learn more from your moments of failure than your moments of success, if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. Today's episode is sponsored by Baptist World Aid Australia because they also believe in leadership development and that learning from our blunders can help achieve audacious missions like theirs to be love and to end poverty in the world. So today the blunder bus has travelled all the way to Seaforth on the northern beaches of Sydney and I'm speaking to Christine Redwood, the senior pastor of Seaforth Baptist Church. Hey, Christine. Hello, how are you? Good. Welcome to the bus. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for jumping on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, have you ever made a leadership mistake? Yes. Sometimes I think I make the same mistakes again and again. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> You're on the best bus to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um, have you got a particular one in mind you'd like to chat about today? Sure. So back in 2010, I was a student pastor at Hornsby Baptist. And one of the things I was really passionate about was social justice. Um, Some young adults in our church had uh, gone to Malawi and Mozambique, and they'd been really confronted by the poverty they saw there. And so they came back really um, convicted and wanting to do something. So they weren't sure. And somehow they got connected with Baptist World Aid and they started a catalyst group. But I think that's just as catalyst groups were first starting. Um, and so I kind of got involved. But by 2010, a lot of those young adults had moved on. And so I was kind of left now leading this group, but a very small group. There's maybe two or three people left. And, um, I got really passionate about social justice. I was, I'm not sure if the whole church was as passionate about it as me, um, but I kind of like went into it head first and I decided that year to take on two campaigns. So Catalyst normally uh, advises you take on one campaign because the idea is that you take the church on a journey, you um, are trying to educate people and equip them to be able to advocate. But I was like, no, no, we can definitely do two. <laughs> I, I see a blunder coming. <laughs> um, so the first one was to do with MICA. Um, there was a big focus on the Millennial Development Goals, uh-huh. and um, that year the focus was on um, child mortality and trying to encourage the government to invest foreign aid um, in that area. So we had this big party called Survive Past Five Birthday Party at the local school, and that was a really good success. And then the second event was around um, trafficking and slavery. And for that event, I wanted to um, screen a film called Call and Response at our local theatre on a Saturday night and encourage people to invite their friends to watch this film. So both were good ideas, um, but... The second event didn't have as many people as I needed to actually cover the cost of hiring out the cinema. And so I'd taken this financial risk um, and I hadn't really discussed this risk with anyone and then I found myself in the position where I owed like quite a lot of money and I was a poor uni student and I was like, uh-oh, I don't know if I can afford to pay this and I haven't asked the church actually if they would be willing to cover it wow. as well. Wow, Okay. Um, we might talk about how that panned out, but that sounds awkward and embarrassing. But what would you say, what was the mistake? There's probably several mistakes, and these are the mistakes I do 
tend to make again and again. The problem with social justice that I find, um, and maybe this is just Christian ministry in general, there's a lot of really good things that the church is called to do and there's a lot of really important and complicated ethical issues we could be engaged in. Like both those issues I talked about was really good. And my temptation is to do it all and to make the church do it all as well. And that can be exhausting and overwhelming. Um, (laughs) And I don't know if that actually helps change churches as well over time if we're just like going from one issue to the next really quickly. So you you mentioned that you, you know, the recommendation was you do one, you decided with a relatively small team uh, to do, do two. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, in retrospect, you might have been better off to just focus on doing one of the two, yeah. either one, and just doing it really well. Or doing one really big and one, I don't, like, both were big events. So I could have right. done the second one because I'd watched the film originally at a local church too. So we could have just we could have just screened it at our church. It, it didn't have to have the financial yes. risk. Yes. That it did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So that's one mistake. Yeah. Uh, were there more mistakes involved in that? The other mistake, which, again, is a temptation for me, is – to do it by myself so that I hadn't developed um, enough of a team and I hadn't um, fully included my, my senior pastor in the discussion. I'd yeah. just taken the initiative and, and run with it, um, which can be my habit also that sometimes it's just easier to just do it yourself. But also it's really tiring and hard. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and often the result is less, you know, uh, less of a result because – you haven't included other other people. Yeah. yeah, and the whole point is to take um, the church on a journey and right. to and to get more people um, knowing these topics. Because, like, I might know a lot, but it's like, how do I equip and share what I've learnt with others as well? So the mistake that we're talking about there is the classic. You know, I think we've all done that, haven't we? Not mm. built a sufficiently large coalition, a yeah. sufficiently large team, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. How did the conversation go with your senior minister when you had to sit down and say, "Um, there's a few thousand bucks I need from you? I am very fortunate that I have a really supportive um, senior minister um, and it was actually not that difficult a conversation. Yeah, But I did feel like I was really overwhelmed with like a sense of grace because I think I – yeah, I was about. I was like, I should take responsibility for this. This was my (laughs) mistake – but, yeah, he was really happy to cover it, wow. which was a big relief because I yeah, wasn't sure how I was going to afford it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, what did, you, what did you learn about leadership out of that, that incident? Yeah, I think, um, and this would be true in the church that I'm currently in, like Seaforth Baptist is really passionate about social justice as well, um, and, and I still feel that temptation – that there is so many issues that we could be yeah. Um, yeah. getting involved in. So I think actually it's probably shifted now. I probably find myself more likely um, to be the one who says, let's not do it all. Really? Yeah, so let's pace ourselves more. So I think that's one of the things I've learned is that it is better to maybe do one big issue and one big event. And you can t- still touch on other issues, but but, yeah, kind of – try and focus on one and um i think the thing about church ministry is that it's a slow journey so you don't have to rush in trying to produce change or even advocacy is a slow journey so it's like this steady um commitment that you're making as a church to Uh a particular issue Uh um 
So sometimes I think oh, I've done that campaign, that issue, then we can move on to the next one. But right. I'm like, no, it's important actually to keep persisting with this issue as well. And the issues that you're describing are rarely ones that we no. you know, yeah. sort out with one campaign or yeah. whatever. These are, these are, as you say, long-term yeah. kinds of yeah. issues. So there's this kind of patience that you yeah. feel that you've learned? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn. Trying to learn. Yeah, and, the, the, and a, um, a steadfastness too that – if you're going to enter into these things, yet to take the time to do it well, yeah. um, to bring others along, and to keep going on these on the journey, mm. yeah. And there is something in there too, isn't there, about prioritising certain things, focusing on certain things. Yeah, yeah, okay, great. And uh, what what did you learn about failure as a result of this particular blunder? I think that it's okay to fail um, and I think especially if you're in a safe environment to do so. So I yes. think I was really fortunate um, in my experience that I had um, a really supportive and gracious church community yes. um, in lots of ways, in lots of areas that they gave me regularly opportunities to try stuff or to do stuff. Um, and, yeah, it, does, it doesn't always work out, but when you can fall back and know that a community will hold you even when you make mistakes. That's a really um, lovely thing I think helped me grow as a leader as well. Do you think it built your confidence as a leader? I think, um, yeah, probably over time or just that it's not all up to me in the end too. So, like, if you do fail or make mistakes, there's other people you can rely on or lean uh, lean on or turn to and I think that's a really comforting thing because I think my temptation is to think I have to do this all in my own yeah, yeah. strength with God. <laughs> of course, I'm sure that's important as well. Uh, but to go, no, we're at, this is a community. So, um, yeah. yeah, what does it mean to do this as a community? Which is which is really beautiful, isn't it? Because uh, often we punish people for their for their mistakes, um, and that wasn't your, your no, experience, was it? No. Yeah, so I think, and that's allowed me to, yeah, maybe to continue to grow and have more experiences in leadership because very early on I have had a lot of support, yeah. Good on you. Christine, thanks for being on the Blunderbuss. I'm really excited to have had Christine Redwood on the Blunderbuss today. I'm also really excited about a fantastic opportunity at Baptist World Aid. Through their matching grant appeal, one plus one equals a better world for all, you can help our global neighbours in vulnerable situations move closer to the fullness of life God desires for each one of us. Even a small donation can have a big impact. Through this campaign, your donation will be helping God's work, providing real solutions for lifting people out of poverty, and you'll get a tax benefit, and the Australian government will contribute to each donation. The matching grant appeal ends June 30, 2021, so go now to www.baptistworldaid.org.au slash matching-grant and take advantage of this offer. And we'll see you soon on the Blunderbuss. Bus.